Hey y'all, and welcome to Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. This week, we are going to talk about Taylor Swift's new video, Kate Blanchett, Blanchett <laughs> as Lucille Ball, Idris Elba as the new James Bond, eh? Question mark. Stephen Colbert's uh, premiere week, and our Shaka Khan and Patti LaBelle concert experience. With me, as always, is my wonderful co-host, Adrian Gomez. Did you tell me we were talking about that? Kate Blanchett. <laughs> Oscar winner. Um, okay. Hi. Didn't she win for playing Catherine Hepburn? And she kind of talks like that. Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> um, okay, so we'll start We'll start with our concert experience. Yeah, because that'll be quick. On Friday, we went to see Patti LaBelle and Shaka Khan at the LA LA County Fair. Fun. Literally unreal. What's so amazing is Adrian is like obsessed with Patti LaBelle. I'm obsessed with Shaka Khan. Yeah. And we got to see them both together. Kind of a celebration gift for my birthday. Our birthday. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that our gift? Patrick? Oh. Oh, so I get a separate gift? Yes. <laughs> so Patrick got it for us. Yeah, for me, for us. But it was fun. We had great seats. It was, oh my god. It was just wild because we watched Patty LaBelle sing Somewhere Over the Rainbow basically like three times a week right, for right, a year. Right. And there she was, like five feet from us. And then like, like you feet. do the same kind of like impersonation of Shaka Khan all the time. Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody. Like you sound identical to my Literally She was unreal. Patty was... Was sick. sick. Well, not even. Like, she was hoarse. And it's probably she was from, under the weather. Right. And it's probably from screaming at the top of her lungs four yeah. days a week or how many times a week she performs. Because she's been doing, like, a few fairs here and there. But it was still cool to be in her presence. <laughs> you have to think that's her. She kicked off her shoes. She threw her mic stand. That was all fun to watch. It was nuts. It was a riot, too. I loved the crowd that we were in. First of all, there was a woman about 10 feet away from us who had a tambourine and played oh my along God. to every I, I, single song. We didn't tell anybody that. I forgot that. She was she clapping was like, along. But luckily, she was on the beat. Exactly. I can't wait for like one of them to look over and be like, ma'am, right. this isn't your concert. <laughs> like You're not up here. But you're, It was like a full church-sized tambourine. Absolutely. We saw people fall down the stairs. Oh, that was the best part. It was we were the youngest people by a, many a mile. Absolutely. And also the widest people by me and my but still it was a great <laughs> great time it was so fun okay so next we'll talk about Taylor Swift's Wildest Dreams video which we were I said we were going to talk about last week but we got a little lost in discussion oh that's right yeah so initial thoughts I loved it. Loved. I think it's one of her better videos. Oh, for sure. I don't understand the controversy behind that. Oh, yeah. So, this, uh, a lot of people this week said that Taylor Swift's new video had, is, like, basically celebrating colonialism. It's all right. these white people in Africa, and that they were taking away, you know, that historically in the 50s in Africa there were no, there would be a black person. Right. So, basically, she's whitewashing Africa. Right. Is what they're accusing her of. I don't believe so. I, first of all, the fact that the director came out with this whole response defending yeah. it, I felt bad that he even had to go down that path. And that was the same guy that was just on Joseph stage? Joseph Kahn. Oh, okay. He directed Sinchi Ming on. Um, yeah. Very different. I Polar mean, opposites. What? Videos like he like if you think of that and then you think of this. Oh, is he's like, directed everything for Taylor for years. Oh, so really? he's been all these videos that she's had recently. They definitely made a point to like go up in scale. Also, you have to think Taylor Swift's the biggest artist in the world. That video probably cost five million dollars or something nuts. And she donated all the proceeds. And she donated, exactly. But what proceeds are you making from uh, a music you get video? money when you your video stream on YouTube? 
So when you get a billion views... Exactly. You're making money. Also, you have to think people buy the videos on iTunes. That's true, too. Yeah. And, you know, so... I don't know. She's... I mean, she... And she wrote it, so she's making real money. It was gorgeous. It was... I love it. I love Scott Eastwood in it. Oh, yes. I mean... Oh, my... Adrian? <laughs> well, we didn't see that movie with him walking his ride. I saw it on the plane. Oh. Wow. I watched it, and I fell asleep, and guess what? I woke up, and they repeated it, so I just watched it again. It was not good. But he was good? He was nice to look at, so was the girl, but they were both terrible actors. It kind of felt like the Notebook sister. During this music video for All the Dreams, I gasped at the end of it. Because it was just stunning. No, not even that. Oh, like, like the twist With the twist, and then I thought, this is good. This is like a short little movie. It's good. I know, like, Justin Bieber's videos, they always say, like, a film directed yeah, by... Yeah. I'm like, no. Taylor Swift's videos are a film. Exactly. They're, like, telling a story. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. I still am just, like, amazed. This is probably one of my favorite songs off that CD, too. So I'm glad that it's getting a little attention. Right. I didn't realize until today that the Kendrick Lamar version of Bad Blood cuts out her verses. It's just Kendrick Lamar rapping. Really? Yeah, it doesn't have any of the verses in it. It's like chorus, him, chorus, him, then the little part where she screams at the end. I thought, why would anybody want to hear this? I put it on the playlist at work. I'm such a fool. Oh, my anyway, God. Anyway, if you haven't watched the video, definitely watch it. Yeah. Next, we're going to talk about Kate Blanchett, who this week announced that she is going to be Lucille Ball in a movie about Lucille Ball, focusing mainly on the time that she was with uh, Desi Arnaz. Who is playing Desi? They haven't announced yet. It's still too early. And Aaron Sorkin is writing it. Really? Eh, is what I feel about it. Eh, is what I feel about I Love Lucy. I Love Lucy is probably the greatest sitcom ever made. Lit, like, by many... It's still funny. It came out in the 50s. That's true, but like... When she does that Vitamin to Benjamin monologue... Have you ever watched that? Yeah. Or she has the medicine and gets drunk. yeah. Literally hilarious. It still makes me cackle. Or when yeah. she's trying to eat all the chocolates. Yeah, the Like, the physical candy. comedy yeah. is beyond. Yeah. Nobody else has ever been def- able to It was do that. definitely ahead of its time. Yeah. But... And she went... What's more fascinating about Lucy than anything is that she was basically a movie star that did not do well. She was, like, hired as this beautiful woman... And was put in all these, like, B-movies and just had, kind of had, like, an act career. Mm. And then all of a sudden got married, changed her fate, basically, into TV, which was considered, like, a, not, a no-man's land for movie stars. Mm-hmm. Not like now. But, and then that, and now she's one of the greatest comedians mm-hmm. that's ever lived. And she could have been an actress that nobody even remembered. Exactly. Wild. So I think the movie will be great. Also, I've seen enough stuff about her life. And Did they say who's directing it? No. I don't think so. What studio is doing it? I, honey, I don't know. Who's producing it? I don't know. Who's holding the grip? Well, usually know. if there's a writer attached, yeah. there's usually some kind of structure behind it. Yeah. I don't know that I, how I feel about Kate Blanchett being, uh, being Lucy Ball. I yeah. think that she's glamorous. Lucy was glamorous. Emma Stone. Uh, I don't really know if there is somebody right now that's right for that. Physically, I'm sure there is. Oh, well, physically, Kate Blanchett can do anything. Meryl Streep is probably better for the role. Stop. But I'm just saying, I, I don't know. I don't know that I can... I think she's going to try to make it too serious or too thought out. Right. And Lucy is supposed to be fun. 
Yeah, that's true. I I'm, guess. I'm, I, I shouldn't say I don't look forward to it. Or I'm like, eh, I should say I'm curious. But the also thing, the flip side of it, you have to realize she was in a very tumultuous relationship. Oh, 100%. So there's that's not, it's not 100% fine. Exactly. They made a good, really good TV movie they used to show all the time uh-huh. called Lucy and Desi back in the day about him cheating, and that was fantastic. I mean, he was also, like, abusive to her. Like, oh, he yeah. beat the crap out of her. Do you know that if you go on the Paramount tour, they show, like, where the door... Like, she had the the door to his, like, dressing room or whatever cemented so that he couldn't get in when they got into a fight, and it's still cemented, like, as an, like an homage to her. See? They owned that studio that's right down the street from us, basically. Like, all the buildings, they were like, this was Lucy's, like, building. They filmed it right there? Yeah, right here. Isn't that wild? We live five minutes away. Uh. Anyway, I'm very curious to see. I'm sure she'll win an Oscar and it'll be the greatest movie ever made. Right. We'll see. Exactly. Next, we'll talk about Idris Elba. Yeah. And how a lot of people for years now have been saying he is the next James Bond. He should be the next next James Bond. Is this, what's his name's last James Bond movie? Daniel Craig? Mm-hmm. Today, the, Hugh Jackman said he wanted to be James Bond. Ew. He's, I'd say, five years too old. Uh, yes. Maybe a couple years ago. But now, did you hear the flip side of the address? Now, so the guy who wrote, who is writing the new James Bond novel, uh-huh. he said that, uh... Idris Elba was too street. Yeah. And he was referring to him on Luther. Yeah. He had seen Luther and said that he is too street to play James Bond. He, you go first. Um, if he was referring to the character that he plays and portrays on Luther, then yes, he is street. That is what he is. That's who he's playing. Mm-hmm. But looking past that, can he play James Bond? Absolutely. Yeah. I, it is so professionally irresponsible of that man to make a statement like that. Absolutely. What sort of fool would call a black actor street? street. Like, what? Especially in the phrasing that he did. Exactly. And you know he I mean? wasn't, and if you really read the whole thing, I'm sure, and also this is not, this is a British man, so they have a, you know, their wording's a little bit different. Yeah. But, it, I'm sure he wasn't meaning it in that context. It didn't sound like that at all. Yeah. Of course, when you just take the word street, it yeah. makes it sound like they're saying he's in a gang. Right. But, I mean, he was on the wire. Uh, was he on the wire, right? Yeah. So he's had, like, that's his, you know, he's had some, he's a classically trained actor. Right. Uh. Flip side, Variety, I think, reported that Tom Hardy is the runner. Uh, for James Bond. Not runner up, but the lead contender for James Isn't Bond. In that while they're already picking who's next, they haven't released this one. James Bond is, like, the most forgettable series. Like, when there's not one coming out, I don't, it doesn't cross my mind. When it comes out, like, when I see the trailer, I'm always like, oh, this is gonna be so good. When a song comes out, I love it. Exactly, exactly. But, like, as soon as it's over, I put it away, and I don't think about it again until the next one. Right. I, it was when our friend Jared was here. They put it on, Patrick and Jared, they were like, well, you should watch this. You have never seen the whatever one. Skyfall. Yeah obsessed. Yeah, they're good. That was good. Yeah, but these these last couple have been really good. Exactly. The Pierce Brosnan ones oh, were uh, literally yeah. terrible. Oh, that no. one with Halle Berry. First yeah. of all, Halle Berry's worst actress ever. <gasps> the fact that that show Extant, the alien show, yeah. is still on the air is literally a disgrace. <laughs> to who? The world. <laughs> I mean, what? Okay. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. I think Idris Elba will be such a good James Bond. Do I think he's going to be James Bond? No. no. But would he be a great one? Yes. yes. 
Tom Hardy, I think, will I still am waiting for Idris Elba's, like, real part. Like, real role. Mandela was what a lot of people were assuming it was going to be. But you know, that movie sort of just, like... Have you seen the trailer for the new movie he's in on Netflix? Uh Beasts of No Nation? No. That looks good. But it's a Netflix movie? Yeah. Eh. Carrie Fukunaga directed it. The guy who did True Detective the first season. Oh, well, True Detective the second season was literally painful. So, R.I.P. Next, we're going to talk about Stephen Colbert... Stephen Colbert, this is his premiere week. Right. He starts this week. He has, of course, top of the line guest. Amy Jeb Schumer, Bush. Jeb Bush, Kendrick Lamar. He has Toby Keith. He has, like, literally all A list people. Amy Schumer alone. Um, especially now. Especially right now, exactly. Yeah. So, eh. Do you love Stephen Colbert? I will say this. Uh, no, don't like him at all. I mean, don't dislike him. What award show did he host? The Emmys? Yeah. Hated. I thought, when is this over? Like, the whole time, remember he kept making jokes to his daughter, with his daughter in the audience. He was terrible. He was absolutely terrible. Also, that was the year they kept filming the monitor right beside the stage, so Mm -hmm. you can see, like, them watching Mm -hmm. the monitor. I was like, what are we watching? Mm -hmm. That's not his fault. Um, (laughs) But the Colbert Report, first of all, I hate politics, and I hate stuff like that, like, punny kind of humor. Who cares? Um, So, eh. I wasn't excited. When they announced him, I yeah. would say I wasn't excited. Here's the thing. I was kind of the same way. But I do think he's a smart choice. Absolutely. I wasn't thrilled, first of all, because I don't really watch late night TV. Yeah. And then I thought Stephen Colbert is not going to be the one person who makes me watch it. No. But I will watch it. And on top of that, I just recently watched his little shtick that he did. He went to, I think, Michigan or somewhere and did an hour of local access TV as like a as a host. Funniest thing I've ever seen. I was literally laughing so hard. Was he himself, or was he his? He was Stephen Colbert, but he was a obviously version. exactly. But like he was, he wasn't like Stephen Colbert from the Colbert the Report. Colbert Report. He was Stephen Colbert, but like with very good jokes and that kind of stuff. Right, not political at all. He interviewed uh, the uh, the Eminem uh, Marshall Mathers uh, Eminem. And he called him Marshall Mathers the entire time. I was going to say, why did you just say Marshall Mathers? And I thought, Mathers? and that's what I was wondering is, since he talked to him that way, I kept thinking, was Eminem in on it? Because literally Stephen Colbert was talking to him like he didn't know who he was. And Eminem looked very confused and kind of out of it. Absolutely was. Remember, what was that word show where somebody landed in his face? Borat. Or yeah, Bruno. He knew. That but was it was funny. You should watch that. Um, did you ever see that movie, Funny People, the Adam Sandler movie? No. They had all the people in it? No. It, uh, there was the only scene that I actually enjoyed in the whole movie. First of all, I don't like Ray Romano. Uh-huh. This is very unrelated. Um, but Ray Romano is in this restaurant. He sees Eminem. And he's like, Marshall, how are you? How's your mother? And they hug. I cackled like I just seen the funniest thing in the entire world. That's the only part I like. The you watch the little, the, watch the little public access thing he did. You said little, and then you said it was an hour. It was an hour. Well, he he essentially hour took too. over for the two women that hosted, brought the two women out, and interviewed them for like twenty minutes, and just talked about nonsense. Like that's it's a small town in right. some weird midwestern state, and then he brought out uh, uh, Eminem, and it was funny, very funny. Amazing. And they did like what's going on in the state, like the city at that time for July. And it was just crazy. Amazing. I will say the ads for this have been all funny. Yeah. All, you know, I think they're doing a good job. They're also being very smart in promoting him as, like, the, the like, old-timer. Yeah. Because you have Jimmy Kimmel, 
uh, Jimmy Fallon, Seth Myers, Seth Myers James Corrigan, uh, who else? I'm forgetting one. Arsenio Hall. Is not on anymore. <laughs> anyway, you have all these younger people. <laughs> Ew, I just snotted. Ew. <laughs> it's true. And so he's like, you know, he's trying, because, you know, when David Letterman started, he was and younger. Jay Leno started, they were similar in exactly. age to this. Probably like 30s. So, yeah. Or well, 40s. he's not in the 30s. No. So, you know what I mean? He's like, because a lot of people have, compl- like, older people who've been with David Letterman for 50 years, or not 50 years, but 20 years, yeah. you know, they don't have, like, an old timer anymore, like a tried exactly. and true. And Stephen Colbert is more in that line. Absolutely. I'm but excited. I, I'm excited to see what it's like. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's okay. Next? So, next we'll go to our song of the week. What's yours? My song of the week is going to be. Uh, Can't Sleep Love by Pentatonix. Ew. This is their first song from their CD. Uh, first of all, when we saw them live and uh, they sang this song, I was just like, okay. But after listening to the recorded one, I really like it. And I do love that they are something different and something completely unique. You have to admit, I don't mean to cut you off, you talk. I told Patrick during the concert while they were performing, I do not need to see Pitch Perfect live. I have no need to see that as a concert. I don't need to hear it. I don't need any of that. I need it for 20 minutes or like an hour or whatever as a show or as a movie. And that's it. I don't need to see them every which way performing on this, performing on that. It's over. It's done. It's stupid. With the T on the end, stupid. <laughs> so the, like acapella in general. I don't even understand how that's a real genre of music as, like, you a main... You have to admit, when we were sitting there listening to them, they are all amazing. Of course, but, like, I don't need to see them. There's okay, no well, need for me. He's discredited a whole genre First of, all, of people. Yeah, this not, I don't even consider... It's like something you do in college, and that's it. No! Uh, anyway, On whatever. a competition show, like uh, with Patti LaBelle. Remember, right. she was on that. Yeah. She was on the judges. Uh... Anyway, I think they're fantastic. This song, like like I said, when I heard it live, I was just like, eh. But when you hear it recorded, it's really good. And I hope they do well just because, again, I like that they are doing something unique. They're all ridiculously talented. Yeah. And I and they there's some of their like uh, original music before has been terrible, but this is actually pretty good. I also hate all of them individually. You don't know them. I could still hate them. <laughs> what do you mean you hate like their personalities? Oh yeah. Have you watched their like YouTube videos? Oh, no. Like the two homo no. I know I shouldn't be saying that too. Gay guys in the group. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Have like a channel and it's yeah. awful. Really bad. But they're still talented. You don't care. No. Uh, Let's support Rihanna. Exactly. Go listen to four or five seconds by Matt. Literally no talent. Okay. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> Mine is a throwback Thursday. Okay. We listened to it in the car two weeks ago. Okay. Teary Eyes by Missy Elliott. Song. I completely forgot it existed prior to you playing it. 
love. I, what was more jarring to me is that you said you used to listen to it in the way, on your way to school, like you owned that CD. Oh, I did. My mom bought it for me. Why do you own a Missy Elliott CD? That's the only CD I ever owned. The I saw her in concert. And I remember, the, I remember, I literally knew every single track listing in order. And the beginning is like some old woman's that girl's house, and like she's talking in a Jamaican accent. It's so good. I'm sorry, what'd she say? <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> this is so odd. Anyway, I mean, I love Missy. Yeah. I'm still waiting for that comeback. Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, this week you are looking forward to... Um, what are you looking forward to? Ellen. Ellen starts this week. Oh, really? Is Caitlyn on the first episode? Caitlyn, Hillary Clinton, and some other one, and another woman of importance. Oh, Malala, <gasps> are all on the first episode. How was I not in that? And they're in New York. They went to. New- She's in New York, I think, at the beginning. Love, love Ellen. I'm so glad it's back on. I hate the summers because it's like something is weird. There's no talk shows. I didn't know Malala was there. I would have gotten tickets. We, you can't, you were in, not in New York. Oh, they filmed her, you think, in New York? The episode is in New York. They've already filmed the whole thing because they put up the picture of her and Caitlyn Jenner. That studio looked exactly the same as it was here. Of course, they had the same, they bring the set. That's honey. crazy. It's off screens and stuff. Anyway, can't wait. I'm so glad it's back on. You know what I'm looking forward to? What? I turned 20. So. Happy birthday, Adrian! Also, Goodnight Mommy comes out. I know. I cannot wait to see that. Is that what we're doing for your birthday, seeing that? Possibly. Like on Wednesday? We well, can plan later. Exactly. Um, happy birthday. Yeah. What's it like? Maybe I should do Let's Chat Adrian's birthday. Okay. Anyway, so uh, finally your goober of the week. Patty LaBelle. Oh. And it, I, it hurts my heart to say, but when we saw her... I had such... You had literally out-of-the-room expectations. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then I heard her speak, and I thought, your voice isn't there. Like, it's gone. It hurt. But it was still cool. It because, was, like, she put, like you said, she knew I'm not going to sing this well. She compensated for it in a different way. Exactly. She had a good time. Her background singers were fantastic. Everybody was fun. And like I told you, it's just all the more incentive for us to go see her again. Absolutely. And she'll be wild, and she'll say, Adrian, I love you. Exactly. Mid-song. <laughs> She's like, um, where? That's why when that boy came up and sang in like Minnesota or wherever mm-hmm. she was, and he sang so well, she's like, I've never heard this boy in my entire life. <laughs> I know. I love when she would talk while she was singing. Obsessed. She put on a show. Absolutely. I started so Shaka. So funny. It was a good time. Yeah. Shaka acted like she could care less to be there. Yeah. But she's saying like, like at the end when you saw her walking off or whatever, she didn't look back. Yeah. I thought she's going back there, taking her clothes off and leaving. But also, second part of that of Goober is still pilot belt because she had an in memoriam section at the end. That was weird. First of all, Joan Rivers was in it. I was Elizabeth like, Taylor. Yeah, like what? <laughs> <laughs> like you don't just name famous people. Um, Who's uh, my Goober of the week is Scream, the TV show. <gasps> I won't give any spoilers as to who the killer is Don't because go that there. part didn't bother me. Uh, also, poor Wes Craven, he died, and the last thing that he worked on was a lackluster finale. I'm sorry, it was just okay. You're so I, no, mean. I won't spoil anything if you're watching it. First of all, you haven't watched Screen, the TV show. It's actually a really good time. I like it, especially for MTV. It's a very good time. Absolutely. Um, but I will say this: on the finale, like five people get attacked, none of them die. Everybody gets cut on the arm in the exact same spot, with that exact same, like, stream of blood on their arm. That's not entertaining. 
Right. There's nothing thrilling if there is no outcome. Right. And especially on a TV show where you know there's going to be another season, I want every single one of them dead by the third episode. Think of demographic. Who's demographic? I think of this. 15-year-olds. Girls. Who cares? Scream is the demographic. I don't First think of all, so. you are limiting MTV too much. Like Cedric, my friend Cedric loves Scream the movie. Yeah. is not watching Scream on MTV. There's that. That is a, too big of a disconnect. Now it's like young teenager, probably geared toward girls again, and them chasing somebody and getting stabbed in the arm with cute boys and that kind of stuff is going to. Yeah, be but there weird. aren't. There's just two boys. But it's going to be thrilling for them. It wasn't thrilling for me. Well, obviously, <laughs> it was just okay. I just thought everybody should die. That is the fun of those types of movies. Right. It's a slasher. Right. That's the whole thing. Yeah. So. Like, I understand keeping the main girl, the main people alive. But, but side characters. the side people all have to die in some dramatic way. Yeah. Especially in the world of American Horror Story. Yeah. And Dexter and all these other shows that are, like, killer shows. Yeah. You have to be able to kill people. Right. Because at the beginning, the woman was saying, you know, like, we're going to... I'm getting way too deep into this. Anyway, <laughs> I was very disappointed. Well, here's the thing. Last word. The context of Scream, you have some kind of expectation thinking this is going to be gory. And, and it was the entire was. season yeah. until the finale. What? <laughs> huh? As you like. Okay. Anyway, so that's our show for this week. If you want to check us out outside of this awesome podcast, yeah. you can find us on www.youtube.com slash tallpawpictures, on Facebook at facebook.com slash let's chat with Curry, on Instagram at Curry Terrell, at chat with Curry, and at Adrian J. Gomez. Yes. And on Twitter, at Curry Terrell, at Chat with Curry, and at underscore Adrian J. Gomez. Correct. Did I do it right? Yes. Yay! Fantastic. Thank you. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.